your bucket list buster travel show helps you make your bucket list dreams come true host karen duncan spent decades running a travel business she along with other industry experts share their knowledge travel stories and wisdom about how to travel where to travel and how to make a stress-free adventure Tune in and give yourself permission to focus on yourself, create lifelong memories with family and friends, and finally learn to relax, rejuvenate, and reconnect. I'm here to make your travel dreams come true. Remember that. So I'm going to provide you with current tricks, tips, and trends to have a stress-less travel experience. So welcome to your Bucket List Buster. Aloha, buenos dias, ni hao, yate, bula, bonjour, jambo, bordarde, everything's iry, and good afternoon. Welcome, I'm your bucket list buster, and I hope you're having a fantastic day. Today's show is going to be really fun. We've got multiple guests that are here to talk about their latest travel experiences. One of them just did a bucket list trip to Dubai. It's three guests, June Mason, who's a friend of mine, her sister and her boyfriend decided to go to Dubai. Do you know anything about Dubai? Where is Dubai? Most people are very intrigued by um, the fact that so many people are traveling to Dubai right now, but we're very limited on the information that we really know about it. So let's just talk about where is Dubai? Dubai is the largest and most populous city in the United Arab Emirates. It is located on the southeast coast of the Persian Gulf and is the capital of the Emirate of Dubai, one of the seven emirates that make up this country. As of 2012, Dubai was the 22nd most expensive city in the world and the most expensive city in the Middle East. In 2014, Dubai's hotel rooms were rated as the second most expensive in the world after Geneva. Dubai was rated as one of the most best place, one of the best places to live in the Middle East by the U.S. global consulting firm Mercer. So as I said, this week's episode, we'll hear from the three guests that just got back from Dubai and we'll learn about their experience, the things they did, ate, and the misunderstandings of the culture and also the misunderstanding about how expensive it was, although it's noted that it's one of the most expensive in the world. June and her family will tell us about how they were able to travel on a budget to Dubai and not break the bank. And we find out how wonderfully pleased they were about their experience. Now they're set on another exotic destination at the top of their bucket list. I also wanted you to note that the connection from their call, because they're calling in long distance, is not going to be as clear as we usually hear, but the information comes through loud and clear. You'll still be able to understand them. So don't get discouraged if this is your first time listening to the show. Um, This format is going to be a little different for us today, but we're going to make the best of it. Also, we have with us Grace Lanny, the Managing Director of the Austin Chapter of E-Network, E-Women Network, and she is a biomedical electrical engineer and a patent holder by trade, but she's also manager of RSE Consulting, a business consulting firm since 1993. She's an award-winning entrepreneur who has funded at the multi-million dollar level, and she's an author of several books, but most of all, she's a traveler. 
She just got back from an amazing rest and relaxation trip, and she'll discuss what's next on her bucket list. Plus, on today's show, when you go on a Caribbean cruise or travel to the Caribbean and you see all this fantastic duty-free shopping, there are shops everywhere at the airport, on the ship, Um, When you get to your destinations, there's just rows and rows and rows of duty-free shopping. Do you go for it or do you think it's a scam? We'll talk about that today on Travel Tips. My thought of the week. There's so much going on in the travel industry with airlines and customer satisfaction and just all kinds of negative. But I wanted to talk to you about those of us who have a bucket list. What does it feel like when you finally get to go on that trip of a lifetime like June and her sister did? Do you feel you've done it all or do you move on to the next item on your list? If that was your last item on your list, are you done or do you add something additional? I personally don't think I'll ever be done with my bucket list. I realized that I didn't have a current list written down myself. So, I had my husband write his and one of our sons, and I realized that I have a huge list still to go. And of course, it makes sense since I'm in the travel business. I get so sidetracked talking to my guests on the show, and they're telling us about their destinations that they represent or destinations that they've gone. Then the next thing I know, I'm adding it to the list. My husband is concentrating on one thing right now, and that's getting me to Yellowstone. He worked in Yellowstone during college, and he's dying to get back there. But then he has some other things that he's been adding periodically throughout the week. First on my bucket list is Tahiti. I'm determined within the next 24 months I'm going to get there. I've been waiting a long time. I know, I know. Why haven't I been there? Because other opportunities come up sporadically for me. And then I get sidetracked because... After I go on those trips, the time that I've spent, that I would have spent in Tahiti, I no longer have. And the money that I would have spent to go to Tahiti, I no longer have. But once I check that off my list, I'm not even going to be close to being done. Is your bucket list that one or two things only that you dream about? Or is it multiple things you want to do? I hope you will actually write them down. It doesn't have to be just a trip or just a trip, I should say. It could be an activity that you want to do, like climbing the Tetons, white white water rafting, parasailing in Hawaii, like one of my clients just did for her birthday. Think about it, or since we'll we'll talk about the duty-free shopping, would you like to go to Milan to go shopping during Fashion Week? Well, don't be afraid to dream is all I can say, and I won't be afraid to help you make your dreams come true. So we're going to take a quick break, and when I get back, we're going to talk to June, her boyfriend, and her sister about their trip to Dubai. This is your Bucket List Buster. I'll see you in a minute. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. Are you ready to rise up and share all your greatness to the world? Stop playing small and settling for mediocrity? If so, then you need to join us at our eWomen Network Entrepreneur Conference and Business Expo in Dallas this year, August 3rd through the 5th. There will be hundreds of women entrepreneurs from all over the world waiting to meet you 
to share knowledge, wisdom, and even partnerships. Get ready to be coached by me and learn from other multi-million dollar speakers who will teach, inspire, motivate, and guide you to transform your thinking from small to big. And you can't beat the food and fun at our Saturday night dance party either. Look, no one makes it alone, so it's time to stop trying to be the COE, chief of everything, and step into your role as CEO. There is nothing like the E-Women Network Conference to bring out your genius and help you take action on living your dream. Register at eWomenNetwork.com. Welcome back to your Bucket List Buster. I have some amazing guests today. We have June, Dexter, and Paulette, some friends of mine who decided that Dubai was on their bucket list and they wanted to check that one off and they just got back and they've agreed to come on the show today and talk to us about their experience. Thank you guys. Welcome to your Bucket List Buster. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> So tell me, how long how, how long did you guys decide, how long ago did you decide that you wanted to go to Dubai? How did this come about? Well, this is Paulette, and I think for me is when I seen the episode of Sex in the City, and they went to a <laughs> Dubai, it was like sexy and romantic for me. Uh-huh. Was it? It was. It was really sexy and romantic. Absolutely. Oh, wow. That's cool. I never, I never thought of Dubai being sexy. Oh yes, it is. It, it, it really is. I mean, I think that. Um, I mean, you, I, for me, it was some. This is the first time I've been to the Middle East, right? And I didn't know what I didn't know what to expect, and right. um, I really enjoyed the whole experience. And and I say sexy because you know what I had in my head. And what I actually seen and experienced, mm-hmm. it was definitely, definitely, absolutely sexy. That's sexy. so cool. And you know that Dubai is one of, is a, is a rich, very a rich. Dubai is a state actually for for all intents purposes, and you can tell that those people in Dubai have money just from yes. the from the cars from the the way they dress, the culture, everything. So it was definitely sexy, wouldn't you say? Yes, it was. And the way they carried themselves and their wealth. You know, right. it wasn't flaunted, you know, like you go on Park Avenue, Fifth Avenue, those places. Uh, they carried themselves in a very respectful way, and they're very good to the tourists that come there. Like uh, June nice. said, uh, Dubai knows how to do tourism. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. That's what it was built for. I mean, other than oil, and you know, it, it's it's built by some very wealthy people, and from scratch. That's the thing about Dubai. It was just sand, wasn't it, in the middle of the Middle East? And now they built all these beautiful buildings. Absolutely, and that was just twenty years ago. So right. You imagine how they came, how they came so far in twenty years. Yeah, that's just a, that's amazing. So why so you, so Paulette says she wanted to go to Dubai because of Sex in the City. Why did you other two want to go to Dubai? Well, we just piggyback 
we piggybacked off of Paulette. She said if she wanted to go, and I wasn't going to allow her to go to, to the Middle East by herself. So we decided that we were going to join her. And I was cool. invited. I wasn't going to let June go to Dubai <laughs> without me. <laughs> that sounds like something my husband would say. You're not going without me. That's so true. That's funny. So that's okay. So I, that's good to know. So was it just the three of you, or were there four of you? At the, no, it was only three of us. Un, unlike them two, I was alone. Okay. <laughs> well, that's okay. They went with you. So, Absolutely. so, so, give us some ideas of some of the things that you did while you were there. Well, we uh, did a few excursions. One was a red desert safari excursion where we went in the desert. Um, we did uh, four by four on the dunes. Wow. Uh, there was ATV riding, uh, camels. There was did you ride the cam- camel? Yeah. Yeah. Oh! And I even had a camel burger, girl. A camel burger? That's we just had, wrong. And I had the milk. And I had the milk. It was delicious. No way. <laughs> Absolutely right. <laughs> I mean, but that's what you're supposed to do when you go someplace like that. That's what they say. You asked me, like, they said, when did Rome go with the Roman do? And let me tell you something. It was amazing. I didn't think, you know, I kept on saying, what kind of meat is this? Is this beef? Is this pork? Is this chicken? And the man goes, no, it's camel meat. I said, well, no, but what kind of meat? He goes, no, this is camel. I said, okay, you need a camel. He couldn't get the concept that it was an actual camel. Steve's looking for pork, beef, a pig, a cow. It's a camel. You know, we need we need the food group. I need either the pork, either the it's beef. The camel. It's, it's being a mother that is camel. funny. I need to know where, where, where group this coming to. The man kept on saying, no, man, this is the camel. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. That is, so what else did you guys do? So then we went to Abu Dhabi. So we went for my birthday. And so mm-hmm. I decided that I wanted to which was on April the 10th, and so I wanted to do Abu Dhabi for my birthday, and we, while we were there, we went to the mosque. Which the is mosque. Um, that, right. that grand mosque, which is really grand. It took them 11 years to build it. This place mm. is massive. It's spectacular. I mean, the pictures we took in it doesn't do it justice. You have to be there. I wow. You have to send me some pictures. Yeah. Yep, I can do yeah. that. And then we did a dinner cruise after that where we sailed on um, is it Dihau Dinner Cruise. And we just sailed the, the little, the, it's like a little river, if you will, or mm-hmm. a bank, just like what they have in San Antonio. Um, right. And just had dinner and just enjoyed the sights while um, we there was there. Um, another excursion, we went to the is it the Bujok Berg Khalif, the, the tallest. Building. In, in the, the world. world. Oh, yeah. Which is amazing. When you look down yeah. on Dubai, you can actually see all of Dubai from this building. It's 360 degrees. And it, it, it looks like we were in, like, uh, like, like the city was Legos, if you will. That's how <laughs> tall it was. I mean, it right. was absolutely amazing. The elevator goes from zero to 124, the 124th floor and seven, um, was it was seven seconds? No, no, it was seven. Like, it took a, a minute and 30 seconds. A minute and 30, 30 seconds. seconds. That's to get a lot of floors floor. in that short a time. But you know what, though? You didn't feel it. It wasn't, it wasn't, um, 
like a, a, a ride. It was very smooth. And you could tell that they really thought this building through. Right. And what was the, our proudest moment was the person that designed that building was from the United States. And oh. they kept saying, your brother built this building, designed this building. Oh, how funny. Um, the Dubai Mall is is an adventure in itself. When I tell you, you probably need eight days just to get through this mall. It, it, right. It's massive. Um, is that the one? Is that the one that has the um, the skiing indoor skiing? No, no, no. no. That's the Mall of okay. Emirates that has a ski. The Mall of okay. Emirates has a ski, the indoor ski lodge. The Dubai okay. Mall has a skiing ring, girl. Yeah, ice skating ring. I said, yeah, ice skating. Ring. And, uh, in the in the middle of the yeah. desert. Yeah, yeah, in the middle, right, in the underwater zoo. So we went to the underwater zoo. Um, An It's going to be a little scary. Mm-mm. They even have Uber out there, girl. Uber, you can register for Uber out there. Oh so my Uber, goodness! And everybody speak English, so I don't know what's so scary about yeah, we it. We took anybody. Uber at least six times, and every Uber was a Lexus, brand new. Wow! Because everything is new there. Everything is brand And new. they're building like crazy out there. I'm talking about. Buildings, towers. They don't build buildings. They build towers. They're going right. all over Dubai. So what they're doing is they they have a conference that's happening in 2020, and they have probably maybe 60% of Dubai is under construction preparing for this, con- this conference expo, which is supposed to bring people into the country to invest in Dubai. Wow. So when I tell you Dubai know how to do, it, to do, it, do tourism, I mean, it is – even I've seen the, just the pedestrians picking up trash off the floor. It's the cleanest wow. place you ever want to go to. 
And something most people don't know about Dubai is it's a dry country. You I know that. A, it's, it's a dry country. We were shocked. I mean, when you go to Oh, so you didn't know that before going? No, we did not. And I'm still shocked. <laughs> <laughs> How many days were you there? We were there for eight days. We the the stewardess we met going um, told us we needed to bring buy alcohol to bring because as um, non citizens we couldn't buy alcohol, and right. so we only bought you know a few. few we stretched it out. <laughs> we stretched it out a few bottles. Four. We bought four bottles. Okay, I didn't have one enough, and it wasn't. It was, <laughs> you can go to a restaurant and get a mojito, but that mojito would have no alcohol in it. Oh my goodness. They have all yeah, the I, I heard that you have to be, you could be, um, your, if you were there working, your company could allow you to drink, but as a tourist, you could not. Right. The locals can buy alcohol, but as a tourist, you cannot. So you can't, unless you go to a restaurant and a, and a um, hotel. Um, but I, mm-hmm. we, had a, we had a hotel. I mean, I'm sister, I should say we had a restaurant in our hotel, and honey, they ain't sell no alcohol, girl. <laughs> I was very, I was very disappointed. But however, I still enjoyed my trip. It was just something that I was amazed and shocked at because no yes. one ever told me that. No one told me that, right? So was so, that the thing that if you had to say you were the most shocked by, or excited by, or disappointed? Um, that that made the biggest I impact. Shocked. I huh? would say shocked, not disappointed, definitely shocked. Right. And right. Um, I would double up this drug the next time I go. <laughs> I would double up. But I would definitely go back again. I think the most things that I was shocked of when we were preparing for this trip and we prepared for it probably over the last six months, six months and researching and everything, everything we read was, the buy was strict. We had to wear certain clothes, like the women couldn't show their shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to wear shorts to our knees, and it was nothing like that. When I say to me, I was just saying to Paula and Dexter, I think that the buy is more is more um, um, American friendly, culture friendly, because they mm-hmm. relax their dress policies um, in a sense that they know that other countries are coming. Other people right. are coming that's not used to wearing all that hot material. I don't want to show right. the hot material, but that's not our culture, right? Right. right. So where we thought that, I mean, where we thought that um, we couldn't wear, let's say, a, a tank top. This that we've seen people with tank tops. They said that people wear, right? And I don't, we don't wear daisy boots, but you've seen girls with daisy boots, right. short, 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 shorts on. You've seen people walking in the mall and stuff holding hands where you were heard and where we read that you were not allowed to do that. Right, right. I'd heard that also. But no, definitely, definitely it was not the case. We adhered to all their customs and their culture. And I was most shocked to see two Arab men. Walking hand in hand. Walking hand in hand. Yes. Men, women, I mean, I was. What? Now that really does shock me. And yeah. the Arab gear, gear, gas bars, yeah. and everything. Because yeah. I, I know that those countries, Arab yeah. countries, they frown upon that more yeah. so than. Oh my God! They'll, that yeah, that's like the death sentence some places. For me. Oh, we saw it. Yes, we did. We we in the mall. Yeah. You know, in front of you know, they weren't hiding. Yeah. Right. But you know, huh, like so, I said, it wasn't, yeah. the other surprising thing for me is that um, 
the hotels, like, you know, they are very uh, religious, right? Mm-hmm. So they have arrows in the hotels in the rooms to show the, the people that pray five times a day which right. way Mecca is so right. that they don't have to guess where which angle they need to be kneeling to pray. And then in a city five times in, five times a day, they have a countrywide calling where you hear this, like, radio announcement to tell people it's time to pray. Five times right. to start at 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, are they serious? Do they really just say yes? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's funny, but that's that's going someplace that's way different than any any culture that we're familiar with in the United States. So you guys flew out of New York, correct? How long did it take you to get there? It was 12 and a half hours. Yeah. 12 okay. and a half hours going, 13 hours and when was I it say, a straight was flight? Trip, was oh, yeah, straight it was flight. an air bus, they call it. Our, yeah. trip, our trip started at, on the airplane because when I tell you flying Emirates Airline was the best airline ever. Oh, I've you know, heard I that, mean, yeah. I mean, we were in the economy seat, but it didn't feel like an economy seat. Your seat almost reclined back, not in a in a sleep position, but you could have, mm-hmm. you know, you're in an ink, like if you're in a, a lazy boy, so to speak. Right. You know what I mean? Um, the food was out of this world. The, I mean, the entertainment, they, they fully knew. I mean, they gave you hot cloths, toothbrushes, eye masks, all of this stuff, socks, pillows, pillows blankets, to make you comfortable. You were comfortable for those 12 hours. Mm-hmm. Right. All the, mm-hmm. all the We should have saved the alcohol that they gave us on a plane and took it to us. <laughs> but the um, getting through customs was not a problem. You you do need a passport. You don't. What about a visa? visa? You don't need a visa. Okay. You don't need a visa. And my biggest tip I would tell anyone: exchange your money in the country you're going to, because right. we made the mistake to switch to change some money in New York, and we didn't get more the bang for our buck. But when we went to Dubai, we got more for the dollar than we did when we were in the United States. Nice. So, so what else did you eat other than uh, camel? We had um, um, different food because, you know, they had Indian food, they, you mm-hmm. know, Pakistan. They had all these different um, nationalities. India. Right. So we tried all different types of food. We even ate at a place that had, I want to call it like, um, um, I don't know how you want it, Emirates, not Emirates, how you say it? Arabian. I think it's Arabian. I don't know what you call their people. Like, I want to say Emirates. I don't know how to pronounce it. They're local. They're fit by by their food. So I tried a lot of different food. I was absolutely definitely determined not to eat anything that we had back home in the States. Right. That's good. One thing I did eat because I never had Joe Crab Shack. So I did go to Joe Crab Shack. (laughs) (laughs) I did go to Joe Crab Shack. I never ate at a Joe Joe Crab Shack. So that was the first time I ate at Joe Crab Shack. The first time I ate at it, it was was in Dubai. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's funny. I I had to have that. But other than that, I wanted to try, you know, their food in its entirety. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to eat nothing that I had. I eat back here at home. Right. But see, that's the way you're supposed to travel. To me, when people go to a different country and they want to live like they were living at home, then that takes away from the experience. 
I mean, right. you're just then you're just implanting your your customs and your traditions into the new space, and and it's about learning about other people's customs and traditions and foods and you know beliefs, and that's that's how you become a a, a true traveler, um, as right. far as I'm concerned, anyway. But yeah, that's really cool. So, so you would go back and you would recommend others to go. Yeah, we're going back before before 2020. We're going to the, the conference, I believe, is in October. The expo is in October. We're going to go back before 2020 because it's going to be very expensive then. Um, but um, it, 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 I'm definitely going back. Um, there okay. is parts of Dubai that we we didn't get to see um, the outskirts, and um, but um, yeah, we're going back. And remember, it's seven Emirates. You know, and even though the seven Emirates is not as popular as Dubai and Abu Dhabi, they still are a part of the union, mm-hmm. right? The whole their whole union, which is actually really state. So I want to see um, the seven Emirates. Not it. I mean, not if, even if it's just like for a half a day. You know what I'm saying? But right. I really like to see it because I really thought that um, the whole um, Dubai, from like I said. The history of it, the history of this, how the, the seven, the Emirates came about, the United Arab Emirates came right. about. It was very interesting. Every poor guy we had it was they were they had a wealth of information about that whole process. And they're gonna test you. They're gonna ask you some questions. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're they're gonna, you know, we're all raising our hands like we're in the third like, grade. He's asking a question, and everybody's got their hand up. Like yeah. I don't yeah, know the answer. That's funny. Fascinating just to learn the history of it. Fascinating. And the weather was great the entire time we were there. Mm-hmm. It was hotter than that. It only rains like twice a year, three times right. a year. Yeah. But it there. wasn't too hot. No. It was hot. It well, wasn't you know humid hot. It wasn't humid hot. It wasn't where I needed. Listen, yeah. I, 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 this is for I love the heat. So it wasn't <laughs> where that I was like sweating profusely and all that stuff like that. I enjoy the heat no matter what. I like the heat too. It wasn't humid. Right. Yeah. It was hot, but it wasn't humid. I even went to the. I even went to the water park. I didn't drag them to the water park. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, I sure do appreciate. I really appreciate y'all come calling in and and uh, telling me all about your adventure. That that's really maybe the next time you go, we can take a group and we all go. That's amazing. I would love that. Yeah, I'm telling you, it would be great. But uh, we probably will know a lot more. But yeah, we want to go. <laughs> yeah, be- that could be fun. We could plan it in advance and just because I would love to see it. I would absolutely we could do love a lot to of see alcohol it. there. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Take a bunch of people that don't drink, and then you can have them put some in their bags. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I want to be in charge of the group, but not June and Dexter. The spice soup and the gold soup and all that stuff like that. And they didn't give me enough time. Okay, and I'm so I'm gonna, you know right now, and I ain't have enough time. That's funny. Yeah, but it was, but it was really, it was a really good trip. I, I, I enjoyed. My trip with them two over here. Okay? And we recommend it. We definitely recommend it. I mean, the thing that I want to get out is don't be afraid because, you know, I was afraid of going with, with all of this stuff happening with our yes. current administration. But I tell you what, I once we got there, it was, you know, th- th- what we learned was only 20% of Dubai is Native. Everybody else are implants. It's from they somewhere can else. Right. They can only stay in that country for six months, and then they got to leave and come back. Ah, 
know what I'm saying? They can only mm-hmm. save, and, they, and if they don't have a job, they got to leave. And right. What, what, but those, the, the, from the cab drivers to the bellmen to anybody, they're so proud to work in that country. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were. it was amazing for, for people who wasn't originally from there and know they got to leave in six months. They were very proud of it, and they, they knew the history. They were able to, I mean, we're driving down the road, down the highway, and they're giving us, and it's a tour in itself in the Uber cab. You know? Right. It was, it right. was amazing. I love that. I love that. That's 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 something else. Well, thank you guys. Anything any last any last notes you want people to know about Dubai and and traveling over there? I tell everybody use Uber. Uber was our friend. Um <laughs> it was our friend and it was Who really- thought Uber in Dubai. Uber and they still send me coupons. And they and they give me and they and they tell me the forty percent off is in a AED, which is their money, which is right. their And I'm saying they don't know I'm back in the states. <laughs> That's funny. I, I tell everybody to you know research where you want to go. We did a lot of excursions from an app called Get Your Guide. And okay. From pickup. I mean, they, we had no problems at all. It was amazing. So you did? Did you do all of that? You did you do all of that before you left, or once you got there? No, we did it all before we left. I, I mean, we researched everything, um, okay. and I think my sister found the app, and mm-hmm. I did everything through the app. They they called us. They called the hotel. They sent me emails to confirm my um, through the hotel rather confirming my. Um, my reservation they picked us up they dropped us off it was it was amazing we just we didn't have to really once we got there everything was turnkey for us we just showed up when we needed to show up and and excursion um went to our excursion and came back home cool super cool what hotel did you stay at oh we stayed at a place called the grand ivory tower apartment so we stayed in many uh condos and it was okay because it was a two-bedroom and it was it was really inexpensive. It wasn't in Dubai downtown, but it was central to everything. Okay. Nice. And it was across the street from the Emirates Mall, which had the ski Dubai. Right, right. Well, that's and fantastic. You know, but, uh, We're going to have to do it. We're going to have to do it as a group. Uh, yeah, put, I recommend it. I recommend put Dubai. It. So what's next on y'all's bucket list? Well, for Paulette, my next bucket list... Um, to do will be South Africa. That's Got it. Trip. I want to go Good. to South Africa. In June? So we're researching it now. I'm going to go with okay. her to South Africa. I mean, we, we, you know, I'm not going to let it go by ourselves. <laughs> of course. Well, you know, I'm supposed to have the vice president of the South African Tourism Board on the show um, in the next week or so. We're... Okay. Um, we are putting together, trying to get a date when we can talk, and uh, that's coming up very, very soon. So I'll make sure that I let you know when that is going to air, so you guys can listen to it. And uh, she'll give us a, she'll give us a lot of information. So send me some questions you may want me to ask her. Yeah. And um, we met some people from South yeah. Africa. Yeah. We did meet some people from South Africa, and, we're, and I actually exchanged contact information. So definitely, we will definitely send you some questions. Good. Um, um, good. Look for that in the next couple of days. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, you, 
Wasn't that a great interview from uh, June and her her loved ones talking about their bucket list trip? I'm going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to talk about duty-free shopping in the Caribbean. Is it what it is, or is it not? This is your Bucket List Buster. day. Adventures with Autism, Down Syndrome, and Epilepsy is gearing up for two fundraisers to support respite care and seminars at seas for families with special needs. If you're in the Fort Collins, Colorado area, join Awaday's Vice President, Lindsay Pride, on June the 3rd at the first annual benefit concert. It will be held Saturday from 1 to 4 p.m. at Avocadro's number, and lots of fun things for the whole family, face painting, music, food, and the likes. And then on November 4th at the Sonesta Hotel B Caves near Austin, Texas, there will be a Caribbean night gala. For more information on both of these benefits, go to facebook.com forward slash awadae.org for more updated information. Welcome back to your Bucket List Buster. How's everyone doing this afternoon? I hope fantastic. Well, a lot of us have gone on cruises or even flown to the Caribbean. And everywhere we go, we see duty-free shopping signs, gold, diamonds, watches, um, uh, precious stones, all types of things. I know I have gone shopping. My husband is a watch fanatic and we get some really good deals on watches. I've gotten some tanzanite and diamond ring, um, just lots of things. My mother buys all of her gold and diamonds over when she does duty-free shopping in the Caribbean. So I thought we'd talk about Caribbean duty-free shopping in the Caribbean, tips and tricks, getting the best bang for your buck, Um, I find an article by Jan Ross, and this is really, really good stuff. So number one, duty-free is not a ripoff. Duty refers to a tax or fee placed on goods by local governments, which is one reason you pay so much for jewelry at at home and so much less for jewelry in the Caribbean. Shop owners who import goods in in certain areas like the Caribbean and sell them to buyers who are leaving their country aren't charged a duty on these products. This allows sellers to pass the savings along to the customer, giving smart shoppers the opportunity to grab fantastic merchandise at bargain prices so that designer purses, watches, perfumes, and other precious jewels actually are a bargain. Next, first go to the shopping talks. If you've ever been on a cruise, they invite you to go to these shopping talks where you learn all about the jewelry themselves itself. You learn about the different shops and stores that you should go to. Sometimes the people are the cruise lines um, get some sort of kickback from the shops that they recommend. But on the other hand, you are guaranteed that the gold bracelet you buy is the best price and won't turn on your wrist a lovely gray shade of green after you've been wearing it a week. 
So these shopping experts will also help you get the best price and often have freebies at the talks and coupons for more freebies at the shops. That free teeny weeny topaz necklace may seem like a waste of time, but think about how much your little niece will like it for a souvenir. And money you don't spend on souvenirs can buy more stuff for yourself. It's really a good, a good situation for you to go to those classes. Go to the stores they recommend. Many of these stores are chains and have locations on all the islands. So you can make up your mind while you're at one island, look at some things and then decide while you're traveling to the next island if that's what you really want. So that the next stop, you can actually purchase the, the items that you're looking for. These are also the stores that depend on the cruise customers. They, they really truly will give you a great deal. Go to other stores. There are plenty of other shops on the islands. You do not have to stick to just the few that they recommend. You can take a look at some items on one island and then decide that you want them on the next at the next island and once you've made up your mind you can purchase those same items at the different uh, locations go to other stores there are plenty other shops on the island and it sometimes it's good for you to just be able to compare pricing to see if you really are getting a good deal what you have to be concerned about is whether the the actual item is authentic especially when it comes to silver which is really hard to be able to see the stamp the 0.925 that you should be getting on um, your silver. But lots of people get refrigerator magnets, Christmas decorations from every location, t-shirts, local cookbooks. I like local cookbooks. And then just just stuff that you can buy for families, uh, for your family members as souvenirs. These fun purchases don't have to be expensive and they are usually pretty beautifully made. Buy that expensive item you've always wanted. You know, it's if Louis Vuitton is what you want and you can go to St. Thomas and, and buy a piece of Louis Vuitton um, for a really good deal, then buy it because sometimes you may not get back to that destination. And those items are very authentic and it is something that uh, you've always wanted. So make up your mind prior to you going that you're going to spend some money on yourself knowing that, that you can get some good shopping deals and just purchase it. That's what I did. I have been wanting a Philip Stein watch for years and um, I finally purchased one in the island and I got a really good deal because I'd done my homework. Do your research. That's what I'm talking about. You've got to research what it is that you want. Think about the items that are on your your purchase bucket list and decide whether or not you're actually ready to make that purchase. Do even more research. Every location you visit in your travels all over the world has specialties to purchase, and the Caribbean is no exception. Before you make your shopping plans, do your research about what to buy that is actually from the Caribbean. Going to the Dominican Republic, you see beautiful blue stones. When you um, go to other islands, they may have tanzanite. So figure out which island specializes in certain items, and that's where you should make your purchase. If you love it, buy it. Even though we said above that you could probably find that item at another store at the next port, sometimes you shouldn't count on it. If you truly love it and it's the right price, don't bother to, um, to hold out. Just go ahead and get it. 
make a list. When you're going shopping and you know that you have family members to buy for for Christmas and other um, birthdays, anniversaries, this is the time to go ahead and make your list, check it off twice, and um, make the purchases for those family members while you're gone. And the last but not least, pick up a business card. Many of the stores have a website, so if you ignore the advice above about buying what you want, you can always buy it online. So with that, I'm going to take another quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk to Grace Lanny about her latest experience in the Dominican Republic and as being and about being the managing director of Austin's E-Women Network chapter. So this is your bucket list buster and I'll be back in a minute. Yes, Grace Lanny. It has a free ebook available all about that brand, how to design and launch your personal brand. Sign up for a free download at allaboutthatbrand.com. Also, coming in May is a free one hour masterclass on designing and launching your personal brand. And in June, a four session webinar series that takes you from designing, launching, and putting your personal brand to work on LinkedIn and other marketing opportunities. So sign up at allaboutthatbrand.com or info at allaboutthatbrand.com. Summer is almost upon us. Have you made your travel plans? Don't worry, there are still lots of travel deals still available for you to choose from. Whether you are a honeymooner, last-minute destination wedding couple, multi-generational, or just a last-minute getaway, Contact Peaks Cruises and Tours to help you get through the clutter of making a decision. Call Mitchell at 512-252-8919 or on their website at peakscruisestours.com. Welcome back to your bucket list buster. I have the pleasure of having Miss Grace Lanny with me today. She's a biomedical electrical engineer and patent holder and managing partner of RSE Consulting, a business consulting firm since 1999. And Grace selected eWomen Network, of which the podcast is a part of and I'm a part of. Um, She's over the Austin chapter as the organization um, lead while supporting local women entrepreneurs that grow their business. Welcome, Grace. How are you? I am well this morning. Karen, thanks so much for having me on your show. Absolutely. I'm so happy that you were able to uh, to join us today. I, I also want to mention that you're an award-winning entrepreneur who's been funded at the multi-million dollar level. You're an author, author who first published published a book in 07 called Be Inspired by Your Teen and in December released an Amazon International bestseller, The No BS Truth, What It Really Takes to Build a Successful Business. And this one I'm really excited about, you're a certified personal branding strategist via the top global personal branding expert. Your next online webinar starts um, May 15th, no, in June. It kicks off in June 
all about that brand with the free masterclass on 515, May 15th. Those are my boys' birthdays. And Grace, right. is the, uh, Grace is the mom of two millennials, a rhythm and blues singer and keyboard player with her newlywed husband, Scott. You are amazing. How do you have time for all of that? You know, it's funny listening to you share that background. It sounds like a whole lot. And, you know, I just, I'm enjoying life, Karen. That's, that's excellent. That's the way I feel too. If you're doing what you love, then even though it's a lot it and it feels like a lot, we're not going to say it doesn't feel like a lot sometimes. You just enjoy life because you're having so much fun doing it. That's right. That's wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. So how long have you been a member of eWomen Network? You know, surprisingly, I was invited to my first luncheon just last July. Wow. A lot lot happened very fast. I um, was asked to take on the managing director position in August. I was at the international conference in September. We had our first events in Austin in September. So it's been, it's been a journey. It's been very exciting and so glad that you're part of it, Karen. Oh, absolutely. I I think it's an absolutely wonderful um, organization and I get so much from the women that are there and the speakers that you bring on every month for the luncheon. Um, everybody always has some, has some great information to provide. And, and, and I keep having these aha moments when, when they're discussing their topic and you start thinking about, okay, how can I implement this in my life? And uh, I appreciate that for sure. So you, yeah, wonderful. Let's talk about your new branding. Um, product. I kind of got a a little sneak peek of that last month. So tell everybody about it. Excellent. Yeah. I've been supporting business owners, leaders, managers who want to become VPs. I've been supporting them for almost 10 years, Mm -hmm. defining what the world would call a personal brand. And that's so that they can get really clear about their passion and Mm -hmm. their perfect client, call it. How are they going to share and connect with the people that they can bring their magic to the world? All about that brand uh, is a takeoff from a a song that's out in the world right now, and it's focused on that very thing. And when we looked at all the products that we could bring to the Internet and offer to people as a free ebook or – free webinars, or in in this case, we're actually launching a four-part series in June where people who get the ebook and they still aren't quite sure what to do, they can jump into a four-session series with me on the call and Mm -hmm. have a group of people in class where they can work on developing their brand and their story for the world together. Perfect. That is that is so important. A consistent brand is is what we're looking for, right? Yeah, consistency is super important and consistent between who they are and the story that they're trying to tell. So often people get hung up in, oh, I have to be this or in order for people to purchase from me, they need to think I'm 
this super uber successful person. You know, people just want you to be real. Mm -hmm. And if you talk to people, they have different philosophies about what is a personal brand. And the reality is, is, is it's what your network says it is. And what we do is we stitch together what I call the inside out personal brand. It's the things that you'd really like to be versus what your network says it is, the outside in. And we stitch that together in such a way that becomes very, very authentic and very easy to create programs and language and stories around so that the right people show up and, and you get to work with people that are fun to work with, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's so that's so good. I like I like the fact that you say you help people find their perfect client or the people that they should be working with because not not everyone is a perfect customer for your business and i found that out the hard way throughout the years um there are just some people that don't make a good customer for a lot of reasons it's not just because of personalities but they're looking for something different than what you're offering and when you try to when you try to work with them on their level, then you're actually stepping away from who you are or what your business is really about. I, that's really good. That was a, yeah, one of those yeah, aha moments. I think, I think you learn over time. Sometimes a client will pull you into something new and exciting that you're really looking forward to moving into anyway. Correct. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it pulls you off track. And so that's what having someone like us on board as a partner in the process, we can help you determine that. Excellent. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So I'm going to just reiterate that you are having a kickoff in June, that brand, all about that brand and a free masterclass on May the 15th. And how would people find out about that that information or how to sign up for that? Easiest way is go to allaboutthatbrand.com. It'll take you to a landing page. You can get the free ebook. And once you get that book, you're on the email list to get free access to the master class. It's about a 30 to 45 minute class that'll give you a lot of free goodies. And then it'll make an offer so that you can sign up for the class. So, you know, kind of gets you on the front end of that process. Perfect. All about that brand.com. So, Miss Grace, let's talk about some travel stuff. So, you've traveled. Name some of the places you've already been. You know, I'm I'm one of those folks that actually, as of last year, my husband and I got married in Hawaii, and that was the 50th state <gasps> for me. I've traveled every one of the states and every one of the Canadian provinces over the years. And so there's so much to see and do here in the U S and it's fun having yourself be a tourist in your own backyard. Even we do that Mm -hmm. here locally Mm -hmm. in Texas is a pretty big state. You know, there's a whole lot to see and do here. And so I'm, I'm a big fan of, of supporting local commerce and, you know, just, seeing everything that you can see. Of course, we're so close to Mexico. I've been several times and just love uh, Playa del Carmen and 
and mm. Cozumel, uh, been on the other side in Sonata, and uh, spent a couple weeks in Italy, which is where my dad's family is from. So, so far, that's, those have been the trips until just last week. I was in the Yeah, Dominican where'd you Pacific. go last week? We went to Punta Cana. We went to Breathless Punta Cana, which is a an unlimited resort there. And boy, was it gorgeous! And mm. and I will tell you, the beaches there are stunning. There's long amount of sand, which is nice. Uh, they did a great job of uh, keeping the water nice and clean. And that wasn't just in front of Breathless, but all the way around. Uh, Punta Cana, the beaches and the water is just beautiful. The temperature was gorgeous. Um, The people, you know, the the people that we came in contact with in and out of the resort, they were just really cool people. They were happy to have us there. It felt felt good to be in Punta Cana. Yes, I love Punta Cana. I've, I've been myself. We stayed at Excellence, which was an all-inclusive as well, and it was it, to me that was that's the perfect place to do exactly what you did, which was to what reconnect and disconnect yeah, and relax. <laughs> you know, that's it, it's a perfect place for that. And I had a I had a lady though that last week, and this is how people ha- people have different perceptions of places. I talked to a lady who was looking for a family experience for her husband and their two girls. And I Mm -hmm. suggested Punta Cana because there are some wonderful family-friendly resorts there. And she didn't want to go because she has some single girlfriends that go to Punta Cana every year for a girlfriend getaway. And I guess they party all the time. So she had this, she had this, perception in her mind that the only thing Punta Cana was good for was meeting guys and and hanging out and partying. And I had never and I thought, well, I've never seen that side of Punta Cana before. <laughs> I well, guess cuz I'm not is the resort we stayed we stayed at the Singles Resort. Breathless is known for exactly that. Right. And I chose it for Scott and myself because we didn't want to go anywhere. I wanted to make sure there was enough entertainment in the evening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they had shows every night. They had a, you know, like a top 40 band that you could dance to. And we wanted access to that. But I'll tell you, when we were on the beach and when we, you know, we splurged and stayed in the, it's called, um, Excel. We stayed in the exclusive portion of the resort and it was mm-hmm. pin drop quiet. And <laughs> next door was the family. It's called the now next right. door was the family resort. It's a whole different feel. Just, right. it kind of depends on where you plug in as to the experience that you get. That's exactly right. That is, uh, that's, Perfect. Perfectly said. I agree with that. Totally. So what type of activities do you like to do when you're traveling? So uh, I love to hang out with the locals. For me, that is the perfect thing to do. This mm-hmm. last week was the mission was to unplug. So we didn't do a whole lot of that. But typically, you know, when we went, we went to Italy, it was all about getting off the strip, hanging with the locals, you know, mm-hmm. sitting in 
and the piazza having, you know, a glass of wine at eight o'clock at night and talking to the local, you know, I study the language before I go so that I can at least order food and get from place to place. Uh, My husband and I are musicians, so we love to, to check out the music venues, coffee shops, wine, food, you know, that's what we love to do. Nice. That's really nice. And so um, this this last week, you didn't get to do a lot of those things, but you did do what you wanted to do, which was to lay on the beach and, and spend some quiet time with your hubby, right? Yeah. You know, it takes me three, four days to, mm-hmm. to stop my brain. You know, when you run hard yeah. in, in the work world, sometimes it takes little bit to stop running that's true and I think we would have needed a whole nother week to get to a place where we would have been ready to be to have it be fun to go out and and see Mm -hmm. other things and people don't understand that I have the hardest time um, the mentality I run into a lot is seven days is too long and people don't understand that it really does take you a few days just to get in the the understanding that you don't have to be someplace or have to do anything. Right. And and we took some friends with us on vacation that had never done seven days before. They do two, three day, four days at a time. Uh-huh. Have done that all their lives. And now they're, they can't wait to get another seven day. And I'm, I'm looking at, you know, I would love to do 21 days a month someplace and really get into it. I've never done that long, been away that long. I would yeah, still have to work wish. from a distance. <laughs> so we're trying to figure that out. And, and it's okay. You have the capability to work remotely now. It's just a, yeah. a matter of, of managing I think, you know, my clients, I told them three weeks ahead of time, hey, I'm unplugging for a week. If, if, yeah. if that's going to be a problem, now's the time to let me know. And people were so supportive. You know, I think that's if true. you communicate well, people people want you to be your best. Exactly. That's exactly right. So what's on your bucket list that you haven't done yet or a place you haven't been yet? Well, um, I think my guilty pleasure is the Outlander series. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. Uh, set in Scotland. And I think I'd like to actually do a full tour of all those islands, not just Scotland, but you know, right. seven days, you know, Ireland, Wilson, London, and then, you know, another seven days, just Scotland. I think that that's in my mind. That's what I'm thinking. That would be exciting. I think Sc- so. Scotland, Scotland and Ireland are actually on my list. And I met with a gentleman a couple of weeks ago from a um, supplier that I'm going to start working with Celtic tours. Oh, um, neat. Uh, to talk about Ireland and Scotland um, really soon. In fact, I actually thought about doing St. Patty's Day there next March. I don't know if I'm going to be able to swing that one, but wow. really, really soon. That could be fun, well, couldn't it? Sounds like, it sounds like I might have to talk to you about that some more. 
that would be really fun. I know. Going to the local beer pubs and hanging out with the locals, that would be, I'm looking forward. We, we, for the longest, thought my husband's last name was Irish, but we have found that it's Scottish. So we have our, we have our kilt and our colors and, um, all of that hanging here at the house so that people know who we are when they walk in the door. That's that's, cool. I know it's really, really, really fun. Well, I really appreciate you coming on today and, and talking to us about your adventures and talking about your upcoming, um, series that I think people, um, really should get in touch with and be a part of, uh, like I said, just the little sneak peek that I got to witness when we went to the, um, what was the Texas women? What, what group was that, that we, that I saw Texas you speak? Business, yep. Texas business women. This is right. Right. So that's been around hundreds of over, well, not quite a hundred, but almost a hundred. Almost a hundred years, yeah. Almost a hundred years, yeah. But, Just, but we uh, want supporting people, women. But we want people to come to our next E Women Network event, which is next week, and it's it's right. the it's the second Wednesday of every month here in Austin. But there is if for people that are not uh, listening here in Central Texas, but from all over. Look for a chapter near you, and what would you like for them to know about eWomen? Well, if you're a a woman in business that's interested in having other like-minded businesswomen to connect with, to grow with, to get support from, ideas, uh, services, you know, if I'm going to get... I'll call it a massage. I'm going to get my massage from an e-woman network business owner. Right. Probably before I would get that massage from somewhere else. It's just, it's, it's just a fabulous global network to plug into. Yes, it is. I'm enjoying it. And I think everybody else out there would enjoy it if they give it an opportunity. So thank Thank you, Grace. And we want to make sure everybody goes to allaboutthatbrand.com and sign up for the upcoming events that are going on and get your ebook. And we're going to watch you explode on the scene with all of these new things that you have going on for you. And as we grow Uh, eWomen here in Central Texas, you're a great, great manager for us. We appreciate you a lot. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you being on the leadership team. You're really helping Helping tell the story. I, I love what you're doing with your podcast, and and I enjoy listening to it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, we're gonna take a quick break, and I'll be back in a minute. This is your bucket list buster. Thanks for joining us, Grace. Well, we've run out of time today, but thank you so much for joining me today. I hope I provided some resources in today's show that inspire your travel juices, provided you with some valuable information for your next trip, that have empowered you to take time off and have some fun someplace in the world. This is your Bucket List Buster, here to help you start living your dreams.